What's going on, everybody? This is uh, Mac and Row, aka Rod Bailey, and this is the Peanuts and Corn 2020 podcast. Uh, we're in pandemic quarantine, so I've been hanging out at home and I've been catching up with a lot of old friends over the last few weeks. And tonight I'm extremely excited to be catching up with Len Bowen from Shades or Different Shades of Black. And um, we haven't uh, we haven't caught up in a while. Len, how are you doing? It's I'm good. I'm good. Glad to be here tonight. It's been a minute. Looking forward to this conversation, you know, going back in time and, um, you know, revisiting a lot of great music. So it's going to be fun. And um, Len sent me a lot of music that I was able to catch up on because I have to be honest, I missed a, I missed a few things in the gap between sort of the mid um, 2000s and the mid 2010s. So I was able to kind of go back and check a lot of it out, and we're going to share a lot of it with you tonight. So um, um, why don't we just get right to it, because we do want to play a lot of music, and then we can kind of break it all down. So I'm going to start with uh, a dub of an old dat tape that you lent me back in the day, and I don't think I ever returned it, I'm afraid. So you'll hear some little That's glitches it. and stuff. <laughs> uh, but this is, um, this is the Different Shades of Black demo that I was given. Um... And this song is called Keep a Tight Grip. So let's have a listen and then we can uh, you can let us know what it's all about. Get lifted as I flip the script, kids crash. Cross my path and didn't know the half. Come on, I got the brand new joint. If you got beef, Swing it, I push your pressure points You never sleep what's left Cause I keep, I kept the faith So much flavor, I'm leaving half the taste yeah. I got props that don't quit My peeps give a rap like trips on the night shift I whip lines like the sign of the times Wanna reach my level, but you're still on the climb Step up, you get chopped like bumper One another shot, shoot I got your number, sit in Think you reminiscing back when I was under House arrest, now I try, but on a quest now I guess I got this break that comes through And it's on Here come the pros, not cons Leaving suckers who suck Suffocating off my concepts There ain't no contest No, you're taking too much half steps To rowdy wild Rowdy wild, rap watches Taking all your doubt Choke it, jump so conscious Never a soul is allowed Cause that way out is forbidden Written, I can't slip Cause I keeps a tight grip I keeps a tight grip Like a habit You never see me slipping Opportunity knocks I'm gonna grab it I keeps a tight grip Like a habit See me slipping opportunity knocks, I'm gonna grab it. I keeps a tight grip like a habit. You never see me slipping opportunity knocks, I'm gonna grab it. I keeps a tight grip like a habit. Never see me slipping opportunity knocks, I'm gonna grab it. Soon to blow up, yeah, the shades are soon to show up. Flames kinda taste these skills, you can't pay me. I'm telling you now, the drawers of life couldn't break me. Hard, solid to the trade, I'm true. Got sit down, pat black from the old to the new school. So we'll grab your nose. Cause it's a different world from where you come from No more selling out, yo, the real gets paid Then who hop the best now, they wish they all stayed Back in 87 at the age of 11 When I started my check-in Chaos catch a wreck like an accident Keeping it real with raw elements And ever since, the wait to make my grand appearance Perseverance, get me in this quick So flip them this quick with the tactics Thinking optimistic like sounds of blackness Props go down to the massive I keeps a tight grip like a habit. 
love that song a song wow that sounded great you know it's like um an out-of-body experience just thinking of that kid who wrote that song um you know living downtown my mother's apartment just me and my mom sitting around the dinner table um you know looking out the window just trying to perfect a craft that um, I was in love with, you know, just trying to just write something clever, entertaining, skillful. Um, you know, back then there was it was it was the '90s and. Man, you can you can hear the influences. I obviously wasn't totally comfortable in my own skin. You can you can kind of hear what was popping at the time. You know, you can kind of hear the, uh, the LONS kind of flow and yeah. you know stuff like that. But the lyrics were original, which was the most important thing at the and time. That's a good and beat too. Yeah, the beat was tough. The beat was amazing i always like those those slow tempo beats till this day and um when i fell in love with a beat i my my thing was i always in my mind i had to do it justice like that beat that beat was amazing it sounds great now it's it sounded great then Um, who made the beat who made the beat didn't you make the beat? I did not make that beat. No, no, that was before my time. You brought me that two-song demo, and it had that song, and it had the madness. And okay. I think it was like I think you might have recorded it in '94 or '93, even. Yeah. I think you might have got a little bit of like a little bit of a grant to do it um, around that time to do a two-song demo, and, and you made cassettes, and then. Um, I remember because the madness, I heard the madness first. I was like, this is all right. And then I heard that song, Keep a Tight Grip. I'm like, this is dope. 
it was I might have produced. I might have produced it. I don't think because back then I was the producer. Yeah, like you, you could have taken in like the the record into the studio and yeah, like I I wasn't like like I'm not trying to compare myself to you, Rod. <laughs> but <laughs> I uh, yeah, what I was doing back then is I would I would find the breaks in 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 songs I liked on cassettes. And um, I'd bring them into this studio on Portage Avenue called the LRN. And um, we were working with this engineer that they hired there named Jason Kahn. And he could literally take anything. Like I'd have this idea in my mind and I'd say, okay, take this little beat. This is gonna be the kick. This is gonna layer it here. This is gonna layer it there. And he'd work magic. So I think that's what happened with that. Yeah. Um, um, the madness, uh, damn, yeah, I I can't even remember. I I it's it's stuff that essentially was engineered by Jason Kahn, but I'd bring in the parts. And yeah, the madness was like just a really raw, like pre- basically just drums, with like right. kind of a like just it was kind of more of a noise beat, and then and that right. one was really melodic, like the Al Green was really yeah. nice. Yeah. And then, um, when I'm just trying to, you know, I've been doing a lot of, um, you know, a lot of reminiscing over the last while, partly because I wrote a new album that's all about moving to Winnipeg and living in Brandon, but also just doing these podcasts and thinking about these early days. And I'm just trying to think, like, I believe we met through Odario. Is that correct? Is that how you remember it? We officially met through Odario, but I, I met you and we didn't really... I was standing, um, it was downtown um, at City Place, but at the time it was Eaton Place. Yeah. And and um, I was on, um, I was on, uh, was it Hargrave or, I can't remember the cross street, but anyways, we were basically across from the library. And um, I was, I had the new Craig Mack, the Funk the World. I don't know if you remember that. Maybe. I was yeah. that. Yeah, I was, I was on my way to EK to East Kildonan because I used to go up there on weekends um, and stay at my grandmother's place and and hang out with Bad Manners and Marvelous and um, and I had these big headphones on, man, and you could hear it yeah. clear. And you asked me, you said, you said, is that the new Craig Mack? And I said, yeah. And you said, how is it? I said, it's dope so far. And I remembered your face. I had no idea who you were, but, you know, <laughs> you, you, you found, you obviously found it interesting. So and hip hop wasn't like what it is today back no. then. So anybody who took an interest, you are, you, you had this common thing, right? Yeah. So, Especially but anyways, it came out, right? Right. Um, so anyways, yeah, but later on I was officially introduced to you um, through Odario Spitz and um, yeah, I pleaded my case. I, I heard what you guys were doing and um, I wanted to be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah, that was good. I mean, I was it was perfect for me. I wanted to produce as much as I could. I was just, all I wanted to do was hip hop. My grades and school went to shit and I just wanted to <laughs> work with guys like you, work with with mood rough and do my thing and write the raps and 
watch my grades just go to hell and try to explain it to my parents, but that's all I wanted to do is just make hip hop, you know, right at that time. Like basically it's for like a, a good stretch there. Yeah, it's funny you say that because the music totally made you in one way or another neglect yourself. You know, yeah. whether you were writing rhymes or in your case, writing rhymes and making beats and, you know, um, starting a label, but that's how serious it was took by all of us, you know? Yeah, it was it was not a hobby for anybody. It was like uh, such a culture and we were all just like couldn't yeah. get enough and, and fed off each other like crazy. Like something yeah. you don't see now, I don't think, you know. Well, let's play a song from uh, from the from the first uh, tape we did together. Um, this yeah. is from Next School Pioneers, and um, this track's called World Wrath. It's the chase, son, exceeding expectations. Chills down your spine, 19 years of time, Christie's fine like wine. And my crew runs the scene down here, and we obtained the skills, now we next school pioneers. Not the old school, or the new school, the next school. For fools who think they're cool, sit your lazy asses down, face the front and pay attention. You're in detention, little bitch, school's in session. Learn your lesson, mass progression. Like adrenaline when I be managing Damaging MCs find the ass down in the ditches Kill hitting switches Cause now I be hitting bitches Or anybody else who claim me out for my riches That's how it is kid Yeah, that was the lead track off Next School Pioneers. A beautiful beat. Um, cuts by Honeycut. I was trying to and figure out, did you did you bring that cut? Was it like, I want you to cut this? Or was it... Like, the song's I, I called think, World Wrath. Right. The song was called World Wrath. I, I think it was probably something... Um, you know, Tyler just found that kind of 
went along with what the title was. Yeah. And chopped it up and then you put an effect on the cut and it turned out amazing. That um that that beat didn't sound like what, you know, Farm Fresh was rapping over or what um Mood Rough was rapping over. So it kinda had like it's own identity for the third release the shades and yeah we um at the time as far as peanuts and corn goes the only guy from the shades that anybody had heard was me and they heard me on the uh the mood rough tape yeah so so you know when people got to hear me and biggs together and um I just remember doing that song a few places, man, and, and people getting really excited, like more excited than what I anticipated. And um, and uh, yeah, it was it was just a good feeling. It, it takes me back to the summer just working on that project with you. Yeah. Um, you know, that summer going to your spot and um, recording and um, and uh just trying to make some great music yeah that was the first record we recorded at what we called the drop-in center which you know we recorded um the first two tapes in an apartment on cordon and then we moved right into a house on fleet you know all in the fort what is that area even called <laughs> fort uh, rouge yeah fort fort rouge and um and so yeah we that was sort of the first tape or first recording we did in the new spot in the basement the shitty ass basement it's 808 fleet right that's right 808 fleet right um right. and i remember um yeah i remember you just you be you being the mastermind behind the whole thing with you know you had everything mapped out and and you know took it super serious and were always showed up and just were you know just you just took it 100% and didn't didn't fuck around ever <laughs> I, I I loved it and I, I wanted to be taken serious. I knew I knew what my direction was. I had a bunch of family and friends around me, you know, but it was it was really my dream at the end of the day. I'm pretty much the only one who's active after all these years. Yeah. You know, they were into it, but it was really my thing and um I was surrounded by a lot of talent, but I, I, I had the vision. Yeah, you know, no question. And yeah. you, I mean, let's be honest, you even wrote lyrics for some of your. Yeah, yeah, I did a bit of ghostwriting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> for for you know, um, certain people, but I mean, That's what you got to do to put a group together sometimes. Yeah, it's 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 not an uncommon thing. And you know? You know, kind of a funny thing is that um, this next track, uh, so you know, Farm Fresh started as a lot of um, collaborative, like, uh, and and actually our DJ Honeycat would write a lot of the lyrics for the early Farm Fresh stuff. But then when we started recording and releasing, then it was more when we got into the Winnipeg world, it was like, no, you write your own rhymes, and I wrote what I wrote, and Pip wrote what he wrote. But this next song that you wrote. Um, which I had to, th I believe I had to kind of talk pretty fast to get you to put it on the record because it was a bit of a throwaway 
older song for you and you were kind of like eh but you but you you we called it a bonus track or something you were okay with putting it out but this this um song actually inspired tyler to write again so let's listen to this song because this is a this is a song one of my favorites as well this song is called vhs then we'll get into what what tyler came up with after cool AKA Mr. Lodge, everywhere I go, niggas yelling. Mash it up, man. Huck it in, chuck it in, yo, the bitch star. Shake it up, ho. Can't trip me, kill the orgasm. Fake it, what's the matter? You look scared, relax. Cycle down, prepare your pussy for a dick that weighs 14 pounds. The effects when I fuck, you start to yell, get sore. The pussy swells from the size of my rock, plus the aftershock. Before we get into this great big sex scene, first you get the fingers just to make sure that you're clean. Playing it safe, yeah, you know what I mean. Cause anything comes out, looking close to yellow or green. Yo, I'm stepping, grabbing my pants, and cold jetting. That piece of panache I'm forgetting. Or should I say forgot? Cause dirty hoes don't face me to slide. Scotch, ain't the one who wanna deal with cockaditis. Me and my girl watch a VHS. I had my fingers down her pants and my lips on her breast. What's next? I start pressing up for the sex so I can send this shorty in the cardiac arrest. Time to lay down and work the pussy prime time. I got the trigger dick action and I'm going for mines. Yeah, the full nine and it's on. What is born? She started taking off that private school uniform. I was pumped, picked the porter on the sofa. Ready to sex her through on flex from Mad Cobra. I knew this type of bitch was one to play tricks. Wasn't taking a chance, though I didn't want to use it. My Jimmy, no fuss, yo, time to bust it. Kick the kind of slow, mellow mind for a while. Now I'm working at ass, like pussy going out of style. Picking up the pace, going faster and faster and faster. Oh shit, I hope I outlast her. Gotta add more bounce to the ounce, cause I'm expecting a drought. Yeah, the low sperm account, I'm running out. Me and my girl watching VHS. I had my fingers down her pants and my lips on her breast. What's next? I start pressing up for the sex so I can send this shorty in the cardiac arrest. Damn, that was nasty. It's a bit nasty. I haven't listened to that in a while. <laughs> Jeez, I said some things that I'd get killed for today. Yeah. Um, but. Um, you know, it was all in fun. It was just being clever and trying to make people laugh. And um, I wasn't trying to offend anybody. And back then, I don't. Nobody was really offended. It no. was a different time. People spoke different, and you know, things that are really offensive today weren't really back then. Um, I, my, my older cousins. Barfly and Chubby D. I used to Chubby D used to be like the local um, barber, and everybody'd go to his place on like Saturday afternoons, and for like five dollars, 
you could get a cut and you were good for the weekend. And at the time, him and his his brother Barfly were really into Too Short. They like yeah. they were playing like Too Short, and I'd be you know taking all of this in, and that kind of inspired me to um, to to write a song like that. And you know, I kind of took the music that was going on around me. I made reference to Mad Cobra. I took a little of this and that as far as you know um girls i was interacting with or seeing here or there and you know just a lot of embellishment and exaggeration obviously yeah um, but yeah it was it was it was fun to write it it came together really quick and um yeah it was done um way before you heard it <laughs> yeah. yeah but uh I yeah remember it being like oh you know i have this thing and then i had the beat and we gave it a try and we really liked it and or i really liked it anyway and i talked to you into kind of keeping it on the tape but uh yeah you were wary was, about it because it was obviously something you wrote in a kind of a younger yeah mind frame yeah, and, and not you know right and uh i was afraid of you know um, how i would have been perceived but nonetheless I put it out and um, yeah, rest is history. And when we did this tape, where was where was Emerson at that time? Was he in BC? Was that what it was? Yes, yes, he was. He was uh, going to high school in BC or or just living out there with his family. He moved away. Right, but then um, he came back. Then he came back just before um, we put out the Comprehension EP and we just threw him right in the mix. Right. So at this time on the tape, um, you know, you, t you talked about how you're the driving force, but it was you. And then it was, you know, at the time he called himself Mr. Christie, right. a.k.a. Big Biggs. Casino or yeah. just Biggs. Biggs these days. Yeah. That's it. And then and then Marvelous. Right who was was he my cousin he's your yeah. cousin and yeah. uh and then um and then emerson was was emerson ever part of the group before and then he left or what did he just yes, kind of no no he was part of the group originally he left and that's why it was an open door policy with him right um i met emerson through my cousin marvelous they were like best friends and when he moved back it was all of us plus more right and um you know we just started realizing there was too many people who weren't serious and we just had to kind of filter it out yeah. and um marvelous kind of went his own way we're all cool we we keep in touch we still talk not as as often he doesn't live in the city anymore but um you know his family you know yeah. what i mean so yeah. but so, um yeah so we put the tape out and um sold a bunch but then but then i sent you to toronto with a bunch of blank tapes yes you did and fucked that up <laughs> <laughs> yeah almost got almost got some brothers killed out there if we we uh <laughs> so <laughs> didn't check them so what happened 
so what what how peanuts and corn worked at that time was we would record it we would we would rent a bunch of equipment and we would record in like as short a time as possible like a weekend or a week maybe i know the first couple things we did in a weekend i don't remember how long it took do you remember how long it took to do next school pioneers it would have been no more than a week i would think um you know what it, it your process was really quick it, if anybody held it up it was us but when it came time to record we got in there we got it done um you know you 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 mixed it down you created a master you had a master cd yeah and um you know we, we you the artwork would get done and the cassettes would get printed recorded yeah but the thing is is that i dubbed i duplicated them all myself right uh i never paid for duplication and so therefore you're i didn't have i never really heard too much about other errors but somehow i fucked that up and i sent you guys to toronto with blank tapes (laughs) (laughs) yeah so and then um I was starting to kind of try to get back into school because, like I said, my grades had gone to shit and I needed to kind of focus. And I know you guys were trying to push. And so we were working on, I remember working on another um, EP or a little single called Think It Through, which was a cassette. But then you guys were like, we're doing it on vinyl and we're doing it up. So um, why don't we listen to the, the, the comprehension version I think it through which is kind of the real version i've played right. the demo we did an earlier version with like different drums that i've played on in a previous podcast which was what was on the little cassette that we we had to did a two technically peanuts and corn number seven is a two-song cassette with think it through and i think status climbers status but, climbers. but very yeah, few of those right. were actually made and then yeah. and then you guys got your shit together and, and did some vinyl so let's listen to Think it through, the vinyl version. We on some next hop. Don't fess with this, we on some next hop. Christian murder, you click no one around for your this. When call like get dissed. When we rock like this, whole crews get blessed. Intro is this, merciless, Mr. Chris. Rip the marvelous, aim the ill, lyricist. Different shades rocking for the origination. Curse of whack fools like my forefathers was Haitians. I'm losing patience, you getting me heated. You think you live, motherfucker, cause you're weeded. Walk around the spot like you was number one seated. You get defeated when we rumble. In the jungle, then you tumble. Keep a tight grip now, kid, and never fumble. My styles are humble, you and your crew times two. Around get rules, we knock your ass up out your shoes. Bop to this, the opposite of imperfection. We keep it real and try to further this profession. The famous player, Mr. Chris, representing. Separate the weak from those who try to blend in with the spine bender. You surrender when you enter the center. The boy can't stand the pressure. So you retreat, cause your skills is obsolete. Techniques be mad weak, so now you hide behind your beats. It's been too long, word is gone, let's get it on. Commencing the live while your levels inspired by actual events when our dispensers of garbage and acts of defense senseless. Consistent weak ride recipient suspicion of the explicit sky's the limit when I let it all out fall out in affiliations when you face it. Shades of black sun precaution take a brace of action. Dilemmas got you delayed the waiting. Rhymes reset for detonation of the suicide watch it's a poor 
hearts, hard rocks With no emotion exposed, expressions frozen you from Plus flaws, so my stimulus response nonchalant Provoked when approached with proposals Local, young hopeless plea bargain for props But it's sir, not negotiable Steady stalking the false, that's where the God they stay true to the art Murdering metaphors in epic proportions My visuals, you envision is virtual Verbals cause bleeding internal Casualties, quadruple amputees, precision precise Slices, my sacrifice from all walks of life It's the flyest, self-explanatory, can't describe it A random selection, I wreck, son So what you got dealt, left collecting off your pension Plans was pure fiber, organic medicine Skin scotch rocks from now that I'ma get there Go get you with efforts against any nigga you send Support it all on the line, boo, you got what it takes Yo, face to face, fakes meet the fake, tell em Put it all on the line, do you got what it takes Cause face to face, fakes meet the fake, yeah Just put it all on the line, do you got what it takes Cause face to face, fakes meet the fake, tell em Just put it all on the line, do you got what it takes Oh, that version doesn't have the actual sample. No, I don't know why it wouldn't, but yeah, that was a crazy beat, still is. Um, it was um, one of those tracks, again, that you produce where the beat was so crazy. It was like, we have to do it justice, man. <laughs> you know, we have to do it justice. So, um, you know, Chris had the crazy voice. He set it off. And my verse was kind of a run on verse. I just wanted to make sure that the beat got murdered. And um, yeah, and, it felt uh, like um, Chris was, you know, Chris was catching up to you a little bit as far as intensity as opposed to on Next School Pioneers. It's like you're the. You know, he's starting to really come into his own on that track. Yeah. And, and I definitely listen to that and think, like, if we had done, you know, what we could have done, like, in that that year, if I was, like, you know, if I wasn't so busy with school, we could have done some, some serious shit. But, you, yeah. you know, there we'll play another song here, but um, you that I believe you ended up recording that with Sunil. And we're starting to work with him. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I think what happened was we, we, um, I don't know why we re-recorded it, but we didn't, uh, we went there because he was doing a clean version. Yeah. And he, and he put all like. Those sound uh, effects. Yeah. So we were getting it ready for vinyl. That's what it was. We were getting it ready for vinyl and we needed a radio edit. Yeah. So we went in there and um and yeah we re-recorded it and we re-recorded it too because i think i wasn't happy with my take and at the time when we were re-recording with you as far as myself goes i picked up some bad habits because you showed me how to punch yeah do you remember that yeah you were like you know I'd, I'd have some takes where the breath control would be off chris never had those problems but i did because i wrote so, so full yeah and you were like you know what you don't have to get through it you know <laughs> <laughs> we could just do this and before you know it i got carried away with that shit, man so yeah i had to unlearn that i had to unlearn that 
it's funny how you go and you know i've recorded myself for a long time and i go through these times where you patch everything together with little you know you just produce the hell out of something and then and then you go the other way and you're like i don't want any punch-ins and any backups and you just yeah you go back and forth over time and um you know you try and unlearn like you say unlearn habits and things like that and because i you know if you write something based on punch-ins it's really hard to do it live like it's exactly um well i want to play another song from that same 12 inch um because I, I want to ask you about the music video um that you ended up doing for it if you remember anything about it which is comprehension oh yeah so let's I have a listen now hold them up and watch me beat this freak there singing this red splitting the red written on this week I peep your weakness You see no speak this Now heat this Warning Cause now it's all where we're performing Your show was boring You still claim to be a showman I write the rap classic You can call me MC Chopin Grab the pan time for quoting My rhymes is potent You must be joking You try to smoke this Hopeless Who lose their focus Hope this don't provoke Chris But still I write the dopest I quote this So when the sound bury you Bury you sound sounds loud Even in the low profile We move crowds We kill them now You run miles to bike styles Professionals who give smiles for speed five. You finding the ways to speak next to nothing. Rappers is bluffing, but different shades catching your front end, plugging you something that you can't handle. You sample the realness, you're counterfeiting. Your rhymes is bitten. Your freestyle sounded like nice, cause it was Now written. the lyrical hits, love physical strangling, if umbilical chords, you swell up, you're premature. Undeveloped skills and comprehension, gonna sharpen for all the rappers. Risen mouth, seeming to have a lot in common, no verbally. Murder then, first degree, talking longevity, and I lower your life expected to crush kids. They reconstruct the surgery Emergency Mike's it's mine The guards bless the star Confess Praying For divine intervention Serving off a certain Flows blood count Overcome By the undercurrent Now a future that won't Forsake myself Submission holds a useless A mere shadow Where you're forming to I reduce you Whether spawn or full contact When we rhyme it Realizing you're soft And what you so call Specializing Incredible Playing this game At levels Recreational Forget this for purposes Occupational Claiming Capable Let's start to event Like two guys staring looking bent Our contact message is sent If mics to talk There was a concept You hold no weight So don't worry about your rep I kept your life in suspense You're hesitant to bring your rebuttal Your whole crucial back up in huddle Your style's f***able straight down to the butt I clean that ass fast like Clorox I rock so hurry up get call for Mayday Close your hands, see God, look the sky and pray Brian Facey, the kid don't play So how much MCs before you relay? Rhyme paragraphs release like gunplay You know the dealie when you with the shakes We keep it tight when it comes to our scripts The first to talk, it's the first to yo, get hit yo. You topping the chart, no hard in your priming Hip hop is dying, the art skills is declining You number one now, but running out of timing And realizing the MC is on the rising Topping the chart, no hard in your rhyming Hip hop is dying, the art skills is declining You number one now, we're running out of time And realizing the MC is on the rising
Wow, you know what? Till I just heard that, I completely forgot that Barfly, aka, well, Brian Facey, aka Barfly, my cousin, yeah, was on that track. I completely forgot he was I, on that I, record. I did too. Um, is the video version? Is he in that version? No, no, no. That's that. That's crazy because the video has bad manners. Yeah. Myself and Biggs. But, um, so basically what happened was that, that vinyl was pressed up and, um, yeah, that matters moved back from, from Vancouver. We threw him in the mix. We recorded his, his part. Um, I believe, uh, Sunil of Freak Show did the edits. Mm Mm-hmm. And um, we shot that video in the fall. It was it was early November, I believe. It was shortly after my birthday that year. I can't remember how old I was, but it was a chilly Sunday morning yeah. at Central Park. Yeah. And um, and we tried to get like everybody who was just running with us you know in there the guy who produced the beat um howard hyman who at the time well he was formerly a part of freak show so he showed right, up right um we shot the studio scene at sunshine studios in the north end um and um and yeah we just tried to bring a lot of energy it was our first video so it, it was like a surreal experience and um and I sat in the editing suite um, with the guy Edgar Peters, who shot the video. Yeah. Uh, because he was he was basically referred to us by Odario, and he was a student, film student, I believe. I can't remember, but anyways, it was like his first video, and um, I didn't have any hands on. But again, I had my vision. I knew how I wanted us to be portrayed. So yeah. I sat in there with him for about three hours in the editing suite somewhere in St. James and he had some crazy ideas like his transitions from scene to scene were like um <laughs> like uh like the the roller when you're painting okay you know and yeah. just some cheesy shit man and I was like you gotta be crazy man <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. I just I just made sure that I sat in the editing suite and and to the best of my ability, you know, communicated what we were trying to get across. Um, and and back then, like everything is digital now, they had to develop the film, yeah. and it, it was this big long process. And uh, we submitted it to Butch, and we got. Um, you know high rotation we weren't like on just rap city or the vibe or anything it was like you could turn on the tv at any random time and you know the video might pop up so we got a lot of exposure that we we really weren't ready for because you know um we our, our stage show wasn't where it needed to be but you know we wanted all these things and it's funny how we weren't prepared for all the shit that happened. I mean, would that be like the third video? It's really maybe the third video in Winnipeg rap history, wouldn't it? Yeah. Like, Freak right. Shows was yeah. first, and then Mood Rough, and then you, right? Right, 
Right, so Freak Show with Patience, then Mood Ralph with No Hugs, and then we were the third out the gates. Yeah, yeah. We, we were getting, Farm Fresh was getting pitched videos like, you're gonna, we wanna tip over cows, and we wanna have you on tractors and all this bullshit, and we we're like, we don't wanna, like, <laughs> no thanks. We could never find a director who, who didn't just pitch the cheesiest shit, so we never did a video because we didn't wanna, one, we didn't have, like, I was in school, we didn't have any money. And two, it was just like no one had any vision. So I can imagine your angst, especially at that time, like your angst in yeah. the edit suite with just, you know, someone just trying to do something stupid and not just keep But you it. know, the crazy thing is even with the Space EP that was so original, I'm surprised that you guys wouldn't just come up with your own treatment and, and basically guide. It's crazy that know? we didn't. It was like, you know, looking back, it, we should have, but the barrier just seems so high like it was easy to make a record but to to you know like i did the research it's like a roll of film is this and the camera rentals this and it was like you know it was we just kept i don't know we just never we never bit the bullet and it's a big regret but it, you know especially at the time like the whole it was all about we couldn't grow part of the reason is i was in school but we could not grow in like 1996 when Mood Ruff needed to put out a CD, not a tape anymore. And you guys needed support. And um, and we right. needed, and Farm Fresh needed to take the next step, like either do a CD, do a video, both of those things. And instead we just kind of broke up and didn't do any of them right. So, but, um, uh, I, you were never in a rush to do any of that shit anyways no and you know it all like i got there eventually but uh but you know it was uh you know when you look at the golden age of like you know when i did a video it didn't get played because that was seven years later you know like when i got video fact like i never got video play because i never had a video in time like the golden age of video was like 96 97 98 right you guys right. had a video mood rough had a video it got played way more than you ever expected and you weren't ready with support but didn't matter at least you know at least you got your names out there and something positive happened and you know you got you can look back on it with pride right you yeah, know, as, you know i got a video fact in like 2004 and and much music said they weren't going to play it because it looked like shit so even though they paid for it <laughs> uh, it's crazy so, we never got video fact everything was out the pocket yeah um yeah i was gonna ask you have you ever do you know this do you know the website discogs i i've heard of it i'm familiar with it i hear they're selling the shade shit on there for a ridiculous amount of yeah, money like the 12 inch we just played which i think i have two of but i'm not selling them but there are there's two listings one of them is, says 150 dollars plus shipping and the other one says 490 dollars plus shipping and that's euro right uh no that's in they're both in canada or one's in canada oh, one's in the u.s okay 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 and then when we get to your later albums which i never got copies of i was like i really want copies of them so i go to discogs and they're like 60 dollars each i'm like uh. <laughs> yeah yeah dj swift put me on to that um he was like man this shit's on here and i'm feeling like an idiot because i'm not even aware of this stuff well whatever it's it's you know it's just a funny little thing but it's yeah it's it's remarkable like my stuff is on there but it's never really gone out of print so you know you can get one of my records for like six bucks but yours is yeah i guess because it's just so rare yeah it's so rare like i guess you probably printed 500 of them right right if, if that. right um 
I want to get to kind of the last track that we would have done together, but by done together, um, you know, I basically just gave you a beat and gave you a dat tape and, and sent you off to the studio. So I'm, I've never been happy with the sound quality of this, but this is from your Comprehension EP, which was a CD. So it was your first CD. It was kind of an album, like it wasn't really an EP, but it was. Yeah, it was a short, it was a short album, but um, yeah, very, very uh, well received. A lot of different people coming together to make the project, which made it really cool. And um, and back then you didn't see a lot of that. Everybody like you had, you know, you had Peanuts and Corn, Freak Show had their own thing. Yeah. This um, is more collaborative. Yeah. Let's check it out and then you can tell us a little more about the record. Uh, this, this song is called Light Through Darkness. We get together for a minute, focus an eye and realize we all deep in it. A lack of control, grip with no hold, and forgetting to know only the soul is infinite. I chose not to fight, that gives me time to find what symbolizes the light. I know the difference between darkness and night. I know the difference darkness between and darkness and night. So what's left? It seems like this world is at its rest Like a last man's breath The sign of the times of progress We all heartless Living in the darkness But my eyes peel towards the whole process So I move cautious Lock this In the back of your brain I know it's hard to detain The hate that runs through your veins It's insane Still you gotta maintain The most mind-boggling thing Is life games are sort of strange Societies Intoxicated minds with all the signs And deceiving the look of mankind These are strong words that I stand behind Physically we're living But mentally we're slowly dying Too desensitized to the evil which is rising We're too desensitized towards the evil which is rising I chose not to fight That gave me time to find what symbolizes the light I know the difference between darkness and night Night is when I write Night is when I see the light Light comes through and enhances my chance to plan Emerge from childhood to man forces me to be more demanding and help me try to find an understanding. It forces me to be more demanding and help me try, help to, me find, try to find an understanding. I see the world a little different than the rest of y'all do. I see the world a little different than the rest of my crew. I see the world through the eyes of a heart so cold. I see the devil on the daily trying to steal my soul. See the world with the sun out, the lights turn off. I seen parents touching their kids just to get off. Seen people turning their heads just shaking it off. I seen a brother kill another cause he said he was sore. Seen the system closing off doors by making these laws. Trying to put brothers in jail, turn sisters to whores. Cause we stop giving, stop living. I swear to God, once I start winning, I'll stop sinning. You see, there are some things you can't prevent. Like getting older, even paying the rent. We try to be content with the way our lives are spent. And correct those dark intentions. That might leave you broke and bent and left in pieces. One breath my ego releases. But still my pride fulfills your wishes with these malicious, delicious type dishes. Evolution of life, endless study theories, it be late nights. Praying for loved ones and my enemies always look beyond what's in front of me. A couple of years, what's to become of me? Where's the world taking us? Dollar signs, he's saving us still niggas' lust for papers. There's more that awaits us. Only thing setting us free really enslaves us. You could have land by the acres overseas and sand. Still down by the sword if you don't live by the hand. 
I rap for niggas who read between the lines Those seeing the signs, fighting the freedom minds We running out of time, for so long the world's been pulled over my eyes I can't let it get too intense If my sanity intends to jump off the deep end of my time Unless the end of time is a friend It will allow me to rhyme, it will allow me to go for mine It will allow me to shine and keep a peace of mind at the same time Survive the grind and create my mind as the ultra There ain't no other Hip-hop's heart, I'll puncture Whether independent or slave to pop culture What I'm on here, kid, is what you're tripping over You trippin' over, you trippin' over, you trippin' Yeah, Light Through Darkness That song, um, was, was basically, believe it or not A lot of what the Shades just sat around doing Talking about life and things that bothered us, things we see that are right in front of our faces that um, that people act like are not there. You know, we're a bunch of kids, you know, in school and and um, just trying to find ourselves. And you gave us the beat. Um, we asked Odario to jump on the track, but I asked him to do spoken word. Yeah. Uh, and um, he 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 wrote that really quick, but it everything just it's a very cohesive track. I think personally that Bad Manners had the best verse on there, but we all hit it on the head. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, as far as a conceptual track that really painted the picture. I remember one time Spence told me, well, Dow Jones now, but he was like, he said it, he said some girl heard the track and it, and it saved her life. Like she was thinking about taking her life and listening to that track. I don't know whose part or what part of maybe the whole thing made her change her mind. And I, and I looked at him like, you're full of shit, man. Yeah. But, you know, listening to it, as a grown man yeah you know because at the same time when you're writing that stuff as a kid i at least for me i just i was still also worried about flow and a bunch of other shit besides what at the end of the day is really important which was the message and the message in that was so strong yeah um but yeah it was it was definitely one of the best tracks on that comprehension ep um yeah, it's too bad we couldn't have got a crispier sound in the mix, but um, it was definitely a standout. Yeah, I mean, at that time, I basically would just mix a track down onto Dat, and then you guys would just take it, go to the studio, and I had nothing to do with like the final mix or any of the right. performance. And so, you know, I've just made the beat, and um, kind of my what some of my production regrets are definitely. My production on this because all i did was give you guys a dat tape and the same with mood rough's first e- cd which is the same i think i did four tracks on that and again it's like it just suffers because it just they sound like you could have good beats but they don't live when you don't mix them right because it was already mixed down and it just didn't you know didn't right. pop like i wish it did but oh well but it, that reminds me the spoken word reminds me that um that you know in our master plan in the mid 90s we were supposed to do a i was supposed to do an odario spoken word album that was like on our list of things to do and then it never happened we were always 
it was like that was going to be on the list of things you know I, I did my little organ album and then I think we're going to do this the, the Dario spoken word album um, so you guys put this out yourself out of pocket is that right it says uh, we, we, we got some good we, we definitely like as far as the video the vinyl and um, yeah that we we, we um, it was pretty much out of pocket we did get a bit of funding from Manitoba Film and Sound for the CD but the video and the wax was all us right um, and uh, yeah we put it out we, we, we didn't put it out in in order as far as the 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 cd the cd i can't remember what came first but the the vinyl was in rotation on college campus radio or whatever and um and uh whoever had a show at the time and local djs who who had it um i believe it was for sale at the wax museum and a few other places and we were giving it to people and selling it to people at the same time mm -hmm. we eventually got the video because everything um was dictated by uh, <laughs> you know how much money you had and when you yeah. had money to finish up certain things so we just put it out um you know when when we had money when we could afford to do things but everything kind of just fell into place um, anyway, so people heard the song, they got over it, but when the video came out, the energy, it was like, it was like we recharged the battery. Right. You know, yeah. We saw this visual, we did something that, um, and not that we were the first to do it, but out of my peers, you know, the people I ran with, nobody saw that. Nobody saw that shit coming. So right. I, I I remember where I was when I saw the freak show video. I was at the Y downtown uh, playing basketball, and I was in the changing room getting ready to go home. And one of my buddies said, "Yo, isn't that uh, Sunil and them?" And I looked up, and I was like, <laughs> "What the fuck?" <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So those were like crazy times, man. Yeah. You know. <laughs> well, that I mean, the freak show video was. For it to be the first video was so bizarre yeah. and you know super low budget but hilarious and they had the charisma to pull it off and they got you know it was it was great um so if we jump to your next record um at this point it looks like you're now working with odario and his label is that right or mood rough and their label i, I don't know who how that worked it, exactly it, it, it was it was mood ruffs label slow coach which was like a subsidiary to urbnet records so oh, right. basically they were doing really well over there they were moving a considerable amount of units nationally and daryl rodway uh i don't know who his silent partners are but basically daryl rodway from urbnet records gave them their own um uh label distribution deal or whatever and they had a few other deals even before that was in place they they just knew how to maneuver mm -hmm. you know yeah so so um yeah they you know um odario always said that the shades was his favorite um local group and he we were very fortunate that he wanted to help us out i know there were a lot of other groups in the city that um wish they were in our position and um 
yeah, they helped us put out The Impossible and Every Dollar Counts. You know, we had a few videos out. It was in HMV. There was an infomercial for it. Those, you know, it was good times. Let's listen to a track from The Impossible. Um, this features Mood Rough, I believe. This is called Victoria's Secret. Little Miss Vicky's got a secret. It's way too much for me to hold back. No doubt I gotta leak it. Don't be fooled, mommy's indecent Don't stare deep in the eyes, you'll be deceived, kid She'll read you, freak you, and get you set up She only needs you to bleed you and get you wet up Buy your man a big wet the weekend Let me get catch you creeping, no doubt he'll leave you leaking I hope you know what's deacon, he'll leave you sleeping in the pine box I ain't lying, I ain't playing, it ain't a game, pops Pretty Vicky gets off by a man's violence Trust me, dog, you don't wanna be your next client Yo, I warned you about when your heart on your shoulder Dudes leave, they marked the part, now you gotta start over Been wise and now you're older, game on shape and mojo Fellas wanna clothe your rest savings, playing chauffeur Using sex as a weapon, street life will give you a crash course and condense the lesson She got moves to make, what it takes don't matter You can't break something that's already shattered Victoria's Secret, someone to love, share hopes and dreams with Her service, nobody look beneath it can't take the pressure Girl, what you gonna do? Love's gonna get you Jump up and come for you Can't take the pressure Girl, what you gonna do? Love's gonna get you Jump up and come for you she likes sexy things like lingerie, diamond rings, foreplay, possibly costing me my worst day constantly. You better check yourself when you operate. Brace yourself when you operate. Protect yourself when you operate. Brace yourself. Protect yourself. Man, I'm sick of this. Oh, man, can I just speak for a second? You wear me out, but hush your mouth I don't wanna shout over your voice Any longer cause it's stressing me out We argue every day, ask me what it's about It seemed a stream of conversation dried up in a drought Now you live under my skin, that's why I sleep on the couch And I'm quick to call my friends, make some plans and get out Because the more time I sever, the less time together The less amount of pressure trying to make this better We used to be down for each other, say things like forever Now we can't seem to get it together I surrender, your mood fluctuate like the weather I wish I never Can't take the pressure Girl, what you gonna do? Love's gonna get you Jump up and come for you Can't take the pressure Girl, what you gonna do? Love's gonna get you Jump up and come for you Yourself. 
says here that was produced by Odario. Yes, he produced that. I believe that's a sample of Erica Badu. Oh, okay. Uh, I might be wrong, but I believe it's her saying, protect yourself, brace yourself. Uh, that song was basically um, different vantage points of us telling a story about a girl. And um, it obviously wasn't in any particular order. Yeah. Um, it didn't really make a lot of sense. It kind of did for a minute, but um, nonetheless, it was a it was a cool title. It was it it was one of those songs that didn't really um, because again, I had what I was trying to do, but it, we we didn't we didn't hit it completely on the head. But nonetheless, it was a cool beat and it was an interesting song to listen to. I mean, um, often when you get more than a couple of rappers, you know, like a like it's a collaboration. It's almost like a posse cut. Not every right. not everybody's going to be on the same page, right? Even right. if as much as you try, <laughs> I know all too well some of the posse <laughs> cuts we've done over the years. But uh, um, yeah. I noticed on this, I'm just looking at the track list for this album, which I don't know how I missed this album. I was in Vancouver and I just was not. You know, I never got a copy of this album, and I don't think I ever really gave it a full listen. But I wanted to ask because there's a song called "Eyes Wide Shut," New Crop Anthem. Remind right. me, remind me who New. I remember New Crops from way back. Who's New Crops right. if they're not Shades? Was that like a larger? That was like a larger group. Right. So, so Shades was a group, and New Crops was the click. Yeah. So the click consisted of a group called Urban Legends. Yeah. Uh, an individual artist named Episode, an individual artist named Franchise. Am I missing anybody? Uh, it was an individual artist named Devious, which was Chris's brother who lived in Toronto, but, uh, and The Shades. But that track has um, Episode, um, urban legends they might have been called cloak and dagger by then or or before that and the shit and and myself and chris on it so it was basically a a, a posse cut where we just threw everybody on and um tried to body the track it was produced by uh k rup from the moonshine crew um which i think eventually evolved into merc.com and now uh, K-Rup's got his own thing, uh, Jet City Records. But mm -hmm. yeah, he uh, he produced that as well as a lot of tracks on the follow-up. Uh, Every Dollar Counts, he produced probably 50 or 60% of that record. So. so the New Crops, so I'm just going back because, you know, you shout out New Crops in 94, 95, like, you know, yeah. when Next School. So episode and urban like those guys have been down since since way back then or has it been an, an yeah, evolution no, since back then um on on the track that actually has you on it um one half of urban legends back then he called himself chatterbox he was mm -hmm. on that track with us um the guy franchise uh he he just went by his real name back then uh which was dio yeah. i don't know if you remember femi but 
Yeah, I, I remember Femi. I, was, I remember Femi. Right. Femi did so the that, Femi did the intro for the Mood Ruff, Ruff album. Yeah, he right. just came into the place and he was real cool and he was like, "Where do you want me? What do you want me to say?" And he just like right. does that whole like really chill intro, which worked out really well. And then right. I remember I remember Dio, um, his younger brother. Right. That was Femi's younger brother. So that's franchise. So yeah so you've been on the track with a few of those guys oh wait so what who's Dwayne then Dwayne is Chatterbox okay Dwayne, yeah Dwayne okay. Jack is Chatterbox which was he was one half of uh, Urban Legends and is he still kicking around what's he doing yeah he has um, he goes by Jack Mills and um, he's still they were called Urban Legends but now they just they're called uh, um, Jack Mills and Idol um, or E&J. They actually put out um, an EP the other day called Hazmat. Oh, really? Hazardous material. And it's it's probably their best body of work because they picked a lane and they stuck in it. And mm-hmm. it's, it's just really gritty, gritty hip hop. And, and, and they murdered it. Right. Oh, yeah. I'd like to check that out because I haven't. Has yeah. I remember he was a really nice guy, and he'd be at all the shows, and and uh, you know, see him, and and we were totally friendly. But I don't remember, you know, obviously yeah. lost touch. Very talented dude. He could rap. He's a producer. Um, great stage presence. A lot of energy. Um, yeah, he's he's still doing his thing. He's out in Alberta. Okay. Um, you know. Cool still keep in touch with everybody um okay i want to jump to the next album every dollar counts and um i kind of was drawn to this track there's a lot of there's several tracks that have jumped out at me as possibilities to play but this one um is called last dance and i was wondering if it was if you wrote it knowing that this was it like did you did you write it thinking that this is the last shades album or or is that no it's just irony just irony um and obviously the last dance has been airing recently with the jordan stuff and all that so let's listen to this song and um and check it out it's uh from the from every dollar counts in 2006. this is the album y'all every dollar counts 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 yeah (laughs) it's the shade baby we back every dollar counts good looking out on the purchase Please believe it, we respect thank that. You, thank Man, you. Love. This is hip hop to the fullest. Up north rappers. Yeah. Peg City, baby. I'ma warm them up real quick, though. Warm them up then. Check the verse. I'm like, hey, could be your niggas last chance. Last song playing at the dance. Last time kicking in on tour with my man. Nah, fuck that dog. That ain't even in my plans. Or even in my vision. I ain't tripping. My time I ain't missing. Pressure's on high and I ain't leaving out the kitchen. Our mission. If you ain't about it, about it, homie, get to skipping, get to dipping. Cause the niggas balls and it's back against the wall. Biggie bigs like a big black gorilla crushing like King Kong. If the shades give the word, I break them off. Something sick, something serious. Y'all fuckers making me furious. Serving us. Ain't all that shit hilarious, the nerviest Playing games thinking you're hurting us I think you're lucky cause we're courteous I think you're mad cause ain't a motherfucker hurting us Ha! We still laughing at y'all Yo DA, you killed it on this one you definitely did <laughs> I'ma have to do it justice Do it Scott then. Killer Know what I'm saying? You up next? Scott. Anthem Anthem 
That's my new name. Yes. You know I said that's my new day. I'ma put you on to our latest Couldn't catch up the famous Gave him a head start Took a three year hiatus Come back, y'all looking damn concerned Now this ain't Clark Kemp But Superman's return See him reaching for the spot Y'all were killed for this Need to start Jim screeching Y'all ain't built for this All talking like you hood grown You from a good home Walk out the booth Got a slinky for a backbone Never half step We all the pig has left Ain't for us You think this bitch is heavy access And death steps Till I'm breathless Spit the truth when Relentless, fuck you from day one, they've been rooting against us Feels like my last stretch, no holding back Dreams all I got left, let me hold on to that A story you ain't gotta buy Who's trying to sell a pain to defense mechanism? I know niggas felt this, ain't shit to reclaim or capture Rappers all playing same roles like typecast actors Let me rephrase, ain't shit to capture or reclaim Y'all fucked up this game, we here to salvage the remains That's some impressive, impressive verses yeah, I I believe it or not, I wrote that verse completely in my head. Oh, yeah. I didn't I didn't write that one down. It's probably the first and only time I've ever done that. And there was a Superman movie. I went to see a. I can't remember which revamp of Superman it was. Yeah, and I went to see it with this girl, and. We were sitting there in the theater, and and you you know the 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 oddest thing might spark something, yeah. and I, I was just coming up with lines, lines on lines and lines, and I memorized all this, and I couldn't wait for for the damn movie to be completed and get out of there so I could put this down because I was afraid of forgetting some of these crazy lines I was coming up with watching yeah. this this movie <laughs> and um and uh that became the intro and um da was darcy adamant yeah um he produced that record and um yeah it, it's crazy how it, it's called the last dance and that's the last time people got anything from the shades i think we might have did a mixtape after that called back like we never left okay but we where there were a few original tracks here and there yeah and and obviously we we spit over a few other people's beats but but that was pretty much it we were supposed to do uh an ep uh produced by alex sandy but it never it never um it never it never happened so but yeah so those records like this um every dollar counts and the impossible like did it do what you wanted it to do or were you touring it or did you you know how it sold, you know what or? we yeah i mean the impossible we we made a lot of mistakes and and we didn't have a lot of guidance you know we didn't have proper representation and we were still young and we weren't thinking um, from a marketing standpoint, we we needed somebody to step in and and really just show us the big picture. Mm -hmm. So, for example, on the first re full length release, um, The Impossible, we had a record on there uh, called Man Enough, produced by the Grassroots, yeah, um, legendary Grassroots from Toronto. It's a good they don't track. even make beats anymore and people were tripping off this track and i couldn't see it 
like I knew it was a good track, but to me it was kind of like just the intro and, and what have you. And people were like, shoot a video. And I was like, no, nah, it's too slow. We almost didn't even pick that beat. We got a bunch of beats from them. Um, Dario hooked it up. We got, a, we got a bunch of beats from them to listen to. And we were listening, um, you know, with ourselves and a few other guys in the crew. And um, uh, Marcus Howell, who is... Uh, who is uh, Big's cousin? He's a former uh, Blue Bomber in Calgary Stampeder mm -hmm. at the time. Anyways, he was with us and he heard that beat and he lost it. And he's like, This is a no brainer. This is the beat you guys got to use. And just his reaction to the beat, we're like, Okay. So we wrote the track and, um, and um, Urbnet, uh, a lot of people were were just like this is the track this track is charting it's doing this that and the third and we ended up putting out a video for a song on that on that album called echo which um you know some people call the neptune ripoff you know the beat was very clubby and this and that yeah and the funny thing is we were in the clubs and we were listening to all that stuff, but it wasn't really us. And we enjoyed we enjoyed that music, but it really wasn't us. So we 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 were about hip hop and making real hip hop. And we we threw tracks on there in our music to appease people that really weren't even listening to us. We didn't give yeah. a shit anyways. Right. So we're watching what's going on on television outside of not even thinking about where we are. And, and really targeting our our fan base. So we ended up putting out this song and um, it wasn't a great representation of who we were or, or even that body of work. And then we went on to the second project. And it's funny because people said, yo, if you put Man Enough out, you guys would have just solidified shit on a whole nother level if you did that. So we messed up there. And then when we put out Every Dollar Counts, we were supposed to put out two videos. We ended up, we, we put the, we gave the ball, we gave the rock to Biggs and we said, do your thing, man. He wrote a couple solo tracks on there that were really good. He did let him know. And let him know was pretty much, people weren't ready for that. It was ahead of its time in the sense that he was doing things back then that was in 06 yeah. that people are doing in 2020 on that track. And what I mean by that is he was rapping and he was carrying a tune in his rap at the same time. Like his delivery, um, you know, playing with the octave of his voice, slowing it down, speeding it up. He did so much in that two and a half to three minute track that people have never seen before and and even the beat that uh that uh jason russell k-rub produced people 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 weren't accustomed to hearing stuff like that so we put that out and um it did okay but it didn't do as well as we wanted but when we looked back at it it was like, yo, Biggs was ahead of his time. I I didn't help him out with that at all. He wrote he wrote all his own shit for the record, um, and um, 
you know it it didn't it didn't catch like people yeah. were feeling it but it didn't catch you know and then we had a big hip-hop record on there called get familiar who was that was produced by um um tristan of nefarious which is another legendary hip-hop group out of toronto yeah and that track was like that track was hip-hop from start to finish just everything we were saying the hook the cuts you know something for b-boys to floor and up rock to and you know finesse did the cuts on it it was catchy it had a real catchy hook and you know we we were supposed to release the second video it never it never happened i won't get into why it didn't happen but it didn't happen um and the rest is history so basically after that because biggs put so much into it that summer before that record was released i think it really broke him yeah because we didn't see the results and when i say this guy put in work man like like he he just isolated himself to to write to to do the best job he possibly could and when we didn't get the results he was like he pretty much had enough he's been on track since then here and there but he was pretty it was a wrap for him yeah 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 i mean, I mean that's a it's a tough time 2006 like kind of a bit of a collapse of the music industry a collapse of the music video industry it just a really if you weren't already huge it was just like that's basically when i lost my mojo too it was just like i can't keep i can't keep doing yeah. this with diminishing returns you know because it was right. literally diminishing returns on everything like you you see progression and then you see you know regression because it's like you know we sold right. more records in 2002 than 2001 and more in 2003 and then and then it started to plateau because we go and do shows and it's like everybody's just downloading your shit and you start to think <laughs> you know when i i, I look and in 2006 you know at the same time it was like i looked at it and i said if i'm going to continue to make a living like this i got to be on the road 200 nights a year like i have to tour constantly and i'm not I want to start a family i'm not fucking doing that right so that was like where it became a hobby it was like the music business just ate everybody and chewed chewed them up and spit them out man but you you came to you 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 hit it on the head like you realized exactly what it, it was and you were 200 right anybody who's successful leaves everything behind yeah and 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 lives on the road yeah. with merch and uh you know what i mean and like CDs some people and yeah and some people like that life i hate i hated it i never slept um you know i just couldn't i couldn't function it was like like i literally had to go to the doctor and get sleeping pills when i went on tour and knock wow. myself out after a show because i was so wired it's so hard to like road manage and perform and all this shit. it was just way too much and I had to, I was taking sleeping pills just to try. And I've never, it, never before and never since have had to do that, right? Because that's so I can totally understand. Like, that was the breaking point for, I think, a lot of people. Like, yeah, you know, another, you, know, you put so much into this stuff. And, and at that time, it's like, there's just no, no return, you know? And, and you were wearing so many hats at the same time. Like, you're, you're an artist yourself. You're a producer. 
you've got this label you're looking you're 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 looking after other artists people want to know when their project is dropping yeah. and you know you were you were doing the bulk i don't i don't know how it works over there break bread but i i know you were basically the rizz of the click so people are waiting on beats you yeah. know like one man can only <laughs> pump yeah. out so many beats man yeah. yeah you know and um you know i i could see how it could physically and mentally oh take yeah I was, and, I was done i was done yeah. um but you kept on so how did you feel like uh i'm gonna jump forward to maybe your first solo ep in 2011 so real quick 2010 so this song is late night um long story short is the name of the ep so you know you just kept you must have just sort of regrouped and i mean the the bottom line is you've just loved making rap for your whole life and you just have to keep basically you know the group we were all still hanging and kicking it and 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 all of that but as far as music goes that 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 came to a pause and um i was feeling down and out and i i realized i wasn't done with music and i still had a lot more to say and and um you know i i kind of was the business guy in the group so i nobody was i i felt like people didn't weren't aware of what I was really capable of doing and I had something to prove to myself and the people so yeah well let's check this out this is called uh, Late Night from Long Story Short You. Letting fake guide you, the rules don't apply to Push myself off the ledge to see results Beat the beat up till y'all can't feel a pulse Nothing what they got for him, asking what got him Hear him talking plan B, not me, I gotta win Be hard pressed to find another MC hot as me Road to success, no free rides on it Go risk your life on it, trying to hitchhike on it Days felt like you couldn't continue Found abilities and strength, never knew you had in you Pound for pound on the way in I'm Mayweather Slam, leaving the game same way I came in Chiss said nobody do it like you Hard as they try to Why they rather see anybody win besides you Know what he done it for, and what I'm running towards Got a team, don't know the dream was only yours So long for losing, trying to prolong the movement Come on, Len, getting on 
a foregone conclusion Times find myself looking in that rear view Life's obstacles, all I had to steer through I'm not so scared of, I ain't felt this I So that's featuring, uh, that's Late Night featuring B-flat from the Lytics? Correct. And yeah. who made that beat? Uh, B-flat made it. He did. He, he, he made the beat. He produced a good chunk of that project. Um, I wrote the hook that he, he sung. Yeah. And uh, obviously I wrote my lyrics. And um, yeah, it was just one of those things after every dollar counts i i took that time when i realized that i still wanted to make music yeah and i worked out to the best of my ability all of the kink all of the kinks all of the chinks in the armor whether it was again going back to you know things you taught me and you know getting lazy with things and certain things you had to unlearn yeah you know just getting the breath control and um making sure that there were no there were no empty bars like i was saying something i was speaking from the heart and and still being clever and i never went out of my way to do that shit anyways it's just it's just my um that's just my 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 dna like that's just what i do but um i i did my best to show people that you know i could rap and i and i i do this shit for real and i'm somebody who who uh who should be taken serious like i i could do this oh, yeah. um on another level besides it being a hobby and and that's really all i was trying to do i i was in this you know when you get in the zone so yeah. i was just feeling it and and um that project's what came out and where did uh you know because i was out here where did b flat like when did he start to sort of emerge in the scene oh he's been around he was he was doing this thing but what happened was his his uh his younger brothers um formed a group called the lytics yeah and um and uh he his his essentially his production became their their sound their identity and um you know, he he did all their production. He they wrote hooks together, but um, he he was the mastermind behind all of that. And you know, they had they had some MCs, and um, uh, Lonnie C was the DJ for a minute there. Yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, the lyrics the lyrics put some great music together produced by Alex Sani and and they and they pretty much blew they're one of the most if not the most successful hip-hop collectives to come out in this city um was he in anything before the lytics was he in any other groups or anything like not that I'm aware of I'm sure he 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 made music he had this I can't remember the dude's name, rap name or whatever, but this guy named uh, Sean Leon, he produced beats too and he rapped as well. He lives out in Alberta now, but that was his boy. 
as well as um, uh, Biggs's little brother Topics. Um, I think that's how I met Alex through Biggs little bro- brother Topics, and he was shopping beats at the time, Alex. But I wasn't feeling what he was on at that point. Yeah. And um, anyways, years later, um, I met up with him later. And um, he was he was on to something, you know, and, and yeah. I heard a lot of the beats. The crazy thing about him is like he's got a massive catalog of beats and, and there's stuff that the lyrics use and then there's stuff out outside of that. And, um, you know, he gave me that beat that we just heard for Late Night and a few others. And um, you have no idea how long they were sitting there or if he just made them. Right. You know, um, really talented guy. Yeah, really talented guy. Well, let's jump forward to um, what year is this? Uh, three years, so maybe 2016, 2017. This is um, from the Going Away Party EP. It looks like 2016. You took, it looks like you took the picture at the old music uh, movie village, right? <laughs> which I think is no longer there, if I'm not mistaken. Right. Um, let's listen to this song. It's called uh, Open Book. We really going through with this. You mean that's it? No going back? Other one when it was storming outside, snowing outside, tired, needs fresh air. You going outside, smiles turn to cries. Why was this close? That walk down the aisle. How you pull a Julia Roberts runaway bride? Crew's gone shipwreck, queen acting like a princess. Diamond flooded rose gold rose on your index. Fell in love, somebody show us how to stay there. This how it plays out. Nobody wins, wait, this ain't fair. Know what I went through to be with you Drama with your next to Ken X The boys in blue Memories hurt, man, I feel I'm constant I know I gotta start this healing process Heard good things fall apart for better to fall together Left, I would've never All I really remember is saying You were supposed to be mine forever Now you're leaving my heart's in the right place, you gotta feel a brother Trying to reduce space we got between each other We like open we books, like open we can read each other We complete each other You out here acting like we don't need each other What you mean you leaving? You, you need to stop acting like we don't need each other What you mean you leaving? First in five years, not around at dinners Talking Thanksgiving, birthdays, Valentine's, Christmas I shouldn't relive it, it's hard to revisit Past distracting me and all I see in it Like bricks, depression, hair found an escape I got up from his best shot, took a standing egg count Built up the courage to follow his heart Who would have thought seeing us falling apart? Messed up You held me down like no one else Thought you was why it never worked out with no one else had to let you know how I feel Maybe wasn't realistic, but at least was being weird My heart's in the right place, you gotta feel a brother Trying to reduce space we got between each other We like open we books, like open we book. can read each other We complete each other You out here acting like we don't need each other What you mean you leaving? You, you need to stop acting like we don't need each other What you mean you leaving?
That's um, Open Book, Leaving, from the Going Away Party EP. Right. Yeah, that was um, that was produced by Alex Sani as well. Um, it's a song that I really contemplated now putting out because it was so personal. Yeah. Um, I had gotten out of a, a long-term relationship and um, I was kind of just purging and it, it, that that came out like water man right you know yeah it wasn't it wasn't really um, there was little or no effort to write that it, it, it's a true story from start to finish um, there's nothing in there um, that's embellished but uh yeah it, it, it it's uh it's a great song nonetheless it's 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 not provoking and um yeah it's it's where i was at that at that point in my life and um yeah i decided to uh put it on that project so very nice um and so that came out in 2016 and i think that was kind of the launch of a label the guy I know from out here, his name is Craig. I forget his last name. McMillan. Craig, Craig McMillan, Matt. yeah. <laughs> he did uh, promotion out here, and I remember meeting him several times, but I I remember spending some time with him at a... He promoted a decisive show out here that no one came to, but uh, got to, <laughs> we get to hang out there, and then he launched a label, and you were the guy. You were the guy he launched with, so... Yeah, so... So, um... When Bad Manners moved to Vancouver and did high school and that out there he went to high school with craig oh okay uh so that's where the the connection comes in and craig actually lived in winnipeg for a short period of time and he's a he's a big hip-hop head he's a hip-hop connoisseur he um he's worked with classified with um, right. Jordan, a lot of successful acts, yeah, and um, and he made his reputation in in the Canadian hip hop industry working with these guys and all the success that they had. So, fast forward, um, 20, 2016, but we 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 were talking about this obviously prior to that, but that's when the project came out. Yeah, um, you know. He was he was looking for an artist, and um, I had music completed, and I was trying to figure out once again how I was going to put this out in the best way to do it. Yeah. So we came together and um, and put out the project, and um, and it, it 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 did well. It did well. It was well received. Um, it wasn't a a, a very long project but uh, the majority of the feedback was it, it was only five tracks but what they said is I managed to get so many ideas and thoughts out in this in this small body of work which which I guess people uh, considered impressive but they still weren't convinced they still wanted to see more <laughs> but um i mean it's you know you put something out and and um you know it's all subjective right oh, so it's like it's maddeningly subjective so who knows yeah. <laughs> I mean, you feel it or you don't really it's all that needs to be said 
you know, and you can like run yourself in circles with what else, you know, what else is this guy or girl even like and what are they into and, you know, and yeah, I I gave up on that whole thing a long time ago. It's just not, uh, not, it it depends. Like if you're trying to become famous in the music business, then you got to live and die by that. But you just make like you know at this point i just make music just for my own enjoyment so it's like it's not enjoyable to you know i'd rather just hear the yes man i just rather hear people say they like it and just leave it you know i don't need critiques at this point you know but that's me i'm i'm semi-retired um hey let's let's have some fun with this posse cut that i that i forgot about that uh this is a nestor winrich song called Bacon Shark and a bunch of my guys are on it so we got Ness and you got Yai and you got Bad Manners I meant to ask before I forget so what's with the clothing line that's Bad Manners right that's Emerson right so YWG 204 is Bad Manners clothing line and he's got um, he's got a sister clothing line to it called Black Prairie Boys um so yeah, that's been around for a good five or six years now. It's doing very well. And is that he, like he must? Is it how much of his energy is put into that? A lot. Yeah. He is twenty four seven. Like he, if you see something and you like it and you hit him up, you know, on the gram or however, he'll meet you. Or if he doesn't have it on hand, he just gets your cut. The crazy, the great thing about his clothing is. Whatever you see, if you like it and you're like, that's cool, but I could see it in like a red or a yellow or whatever, he will, it's it's basically like ordering shoes off Nike where you can just do your own color yeah. combinations. And, yeah. and so, so that's the cool thing. So um, the city is really gravitated to it and um, he's got like his his signature box logo the ywg 204 so yeah i think the design's good i like it i think i hit him up and i was supposed to get something and it never happened but i got to get back on that because i like to represent winnipeg i wear you know when i walk around the streets of vancouver with all my fans i'm sure it'll get a reaction out there (laughs) uh let's listen to this song so we got uh, bad manners and yourself and bird and yai and ness let's check it out I'm in the gloomiest outskirts Johnny, you're too bad The moodiest outburst The surliest, furious, serious jeweler The blurriest picture The gnarliest ruler The jury is out as the audience worthy I body him fiercely The Lord has no mercy With Julius Irvings You would be worthlings This duty is worth to the truth That your verse brings Nothing said, not the first thing It's nourishing Thinking that holding the purse strings A sure thing Many of those that were kings Are now lurking Used to clown folks But at least they are working I need to come up for air Like I'm surfacing Bars more golden than those that you're purchasing Me and my compatriots are cold murdering Here's 20 bucks, go get us some Burger King For a second, lay it down on these cats. Like one, too easy. Game still needs it, but it speaks for itself. Streets ain't free. Beats hooked off my eight, more greedy. Why dub 204? 
pretty heavy uh the cuts on that one are by dj brace and the beat is by moonshine and right. uh the rappers are bird of prey bad manners lenbo and uh yai and then nestor windrush and um i hear ness has a line about two black guys i forgot about that clothing line yeah that's that's old school man <laughs> and that's old school yeah um so i wanted to go to the, your next or your new release um you have a new you had a new single out that came out a month or so ago and then um, right. your new ep came out uh last week or earlier this week uh it, this week it came out on monday yeah there yeah, you go last, so I, I had a yeah. chance to listen and anybody who's still listening to this podcast thank you for still listening you should probably check out uh len's new record um produced by bbs or B- is it bbs or bbs steve 
it's it's both so bbs steve let's okay. just say bbs steve of uh fourth quarter records the uh ep's called flow nostalgic and the the first single off it is entitled the breaks so how long has steve been on the scene he's been on the scene for a minute now himself he's he's um one fourth of the collective three peat bunch of real talented guys who love hip-hop music um they're how would i describe their their sound it's it's really um it's it's kind of like all over the place but it, it's hip-hop man it's it's a throwback sound um you know some young cats with a throwback sound and um he's a producer he's a rapper he's just he's he's just an artist man he's he's got a big personality and um you know we connected we connected and 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 made some great music so yeah i really liked it let's check out this song uh the breaks featuring katya 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 let's check it out talented young lady Choo. 
mind, I gotta make it Never love on my true grit No, I won't quit I like the juice reference. When was the last time you watched Juice? Uh, it's been a minute. I'm I, gonna I keep, revisit it at some point. I need to revisit it too because I watched it like when it probably when it came out on VHS, and I haven't actually watched it since. And I need to because it's a classic and there's so much yeah. good music and just a great film. Um, I like that song. The piano sounds familiar. Yeah, so it's a song by an artist named Tidra Moses, and uh, she did a song called "Be a Girl." But but that's not that's it goes further back than that. There's a there's an original. I can't remember who who the who the sample is from. Right. But the, when I first heard it, it was from Tidra Moses, right. and I I fell in love with the beat. And um, I always wanted to work with it, but and I've taken actually the beat to a couple of dudes, and no one could chop it up properly. And when um, me and Steve were working on this project, um, you know, at times if we were going through his catalog and I couldn't find something uh, to match uh, my my song or the feel or whatever the case may be, he was really spontaneous, where he would just cook something up on the spot. And um, you know we we go sample hunting together, and and I said this track I've always wanted to spit over it and never got the opportunity, so we chopped it up. It turned out great. Um, I reached out to this up and coming um, alternative R&B singer by the name of Katia, mm -hmm. and um, she actually opened up for me with Malcolm J when I when I did uh, the release party for Going Away Party out here at the Goodwill, and um, and I didn't even I wasn't even aware she was on the bill because um, I got Malcolm J to open up, but he was part of 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 his set. Yeah. So, anyways, um, yeah, she she put out a single uh, called Musa, I believe, and and I thought it was amazing, and I congratulated her on it, and um, let her know that you know hopefully maybe we can work in the future or what have you. She was down, and then I got this track, and and I needed a singer, and I I could picture her on the track, so I reached out, and. Um, she wrote she wrote the hook um with a bit of guidance um because the octave that she's singing in on the track isn't isn't really what she she's comfortable in but yeah. that's what i wanted her her she sings uh more in a falsetto yeah um but we got we got the feel and the mood out and and it turned out great so that's a good song it's a good ep too i like I said, I think people should check it out. It's on uh, all the streaming services. Is it on Bandcamp too, where people can actually give you some yes. cash? Yes, it is. So yes. that's always a nice thing is to support music more than 
Spotify is what point zero 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 one three cents per stream or something depressing. So nothing like going and giving it somebody like you know four bucks for four songs is it's not too bad. Right. <laughs> and shout out to Katia and BBS Steve Fourth Quarter Records. Um, you know uh, they gave me a new sound and brought me back to life four years later. So um, grateful. You feeling good? You're gonna keep keep on keep on keeping on. Yeah, I'm not going to disappear the way I normally do. We're we're going to follow up the CP um, in in the future, the not too far future. So I'm not finished yet. That's good. Well, it's yeah. been really fun to uh, catch up with you tonight. Really fun. Oh, I enjoyed yeah. it a this lot. This was good. And it was fun um, for me this week to sink my teeth back into your music again because I have I had some homework to do and I really enjoyed it. So, and uh, I appreciate you having me. This is this has been a good time catching yeah, up. Right on. After all this time. Thanks again, and everybody go check out Lenbo and there's a lot of great stuff. Unfortunately, some of that shade stuff is not available unless you have hundreds of dollars on Discogs. But other than that. You could just hit rewind on this podcast, but there's a lot of great stuff that you can get, and I recommend you do it. I uh, thank everybody for listening to the Peanuts and Corn 2020 podcast. We got more great stuff coming up, including we got Gruff, we got Steve St. Louis, we got Yai, um, we got some. We're working on some other things too, so keep listening. And once again, thank you to UGS Mag for hosting and promoting the podcast, and we're having a blast. So thanks again, Len, and we'll talk to you all soon.